So Voyage of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Hell yeah, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I have questions about how <laughs> they pull some of this stuff off. It's a show marvel, that's for sure. It is. I was. Uh, I have these notes in here, but like, there are a lot of like really interesting effects and technology that are going on in this show, especially for when it was started. Right. And, but then there's also like some very low tech lame stuff. Yeah. Very low tech. Did you say low tech lame stuff? Mm-hmm. I love that. Or, or it's kind of an argument that sometimes technology, obviously it ages, ages itself really quickly. And sometimes maybe shows are better left without the technology and more just focused on the, the beef. Enter Festival of the Lion King. Very low tech show. Highly, <laughs> there's some, there's some like cool stuff going on, but none of it's tech. I think the tumble monkeys would not approve of being called beef, Molly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think they would appreciate that. Yeah, probably. You're right. So anyway, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, not the journey. Yeah, not to be confused with Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. Under the Sea jur- dash Journey of the Little Mermaid. Correct. That is not this show. Right. No. Why do we always put her on so many, like, trips on voyages and journeys? Does she do more traveling than other characters? I don't think so. No. Certainly not more than Nemo. Certainly not I know, more right? than Nemo. Yeah, I feel like there's characters that are, like, they're always on trips or adventures. and Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily it, put Ariel in that category. No, she, like, moves kind of worlds, <laughs> but not, it's not a right, physical right. distance. I feel like Belle definitely a... <laughs> travels more than her. Right, 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 right. I think not... if I were to name it, I would have called it, so a crazy thing happened to my friend Ariel, dot, 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 and then, like, <laughs> that is it. Right? Who are you in this situation? <laughs> exactly. And oh. that could be, like, <laughs> what's going on. Like, Ew. is this a story, from my point of view, who knows? What if you named it Ariel Swim? Oh, we are... No! (laughs) No? We don't like that? also, why didn't they name it Ariel Swim? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It would have made more sense than Voyage of the Little Mermaid. The weirdest journey one... We were we were just sorry. I just got linked back. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. What is that in reference to? I mean, I feel like it's a it's a play on the title, you know. But that's all I can think of. I don't know. But what's the Forbidden Journey? <laughs> and what that ride has nothing. Is that what that ride is called? Just to confirm, right? Yeah, Harry Forbidden Potter Journey. the Forbidden Journey. We're going to a Quidditch game, and then a dragon chases him, and then all sorts of stuff happens. We don't go on a journey. We're at Hogwarts. Well, maybe, maybe it's like one of those things where it's like, it's the, well, no, because that's dumb. Because I was going to say, it could be like, oh, we refer to it as the Forbidden Journey, but it's supposed to be like real time. Maybe so like, we are the ones taking the Forbidden Journey as muggles going through the Wizarding World. You nailed it. Cheryl, is it that's forbidden exactly... for muggles to go there? Mm. It is. I think you nailed it. I think. Oh we yeah, are they sneak on. us in, and they're like, "Hey, you're yeah. going to be in these fancy yep. weird book mm-hmm. thing." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the flute, and Hermione does the flute. Yep, we're on the forbidden journey. Look Ugh. at that! Look at that! Ugh. But yeah, so then it is just a play on the book title, then with us on a forbidden journey. Mm. So back back to mermaid. Also interesting, yes. like the last two, <laughs> the last two things that we've talked about have been like. Things that are like, oh, we're we're not necessarily following the story of the particular 
movie or whatever that we're doing. We're just kind of like living out a part of it. Whereas this is like, no, it's, you're basically watching yeah. the movie. Watch right. this movie with a fun, a couple of fun songs. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like the 90s version of like what they're doing today with like um, live TV movie specials on Saturday nights. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now it's like we get Vanessa Hudgens to be Grease and you're going to mm-hmm. watch it live. Back then it was like, oh, no, we're going to take your favorite movie. We're going to put it on the stage show and add puppets. Here you go. Yeah, the, the 1990s were full of the like abridged version of animated movies. Mm-hmm. That's what the shows were. Whereas now they, they do it a little bit of a more of a different take on them so this could have been like the little mermaid live yes shoulda and honestly (laughs) it is it's just like frozen sing-along only they're not you know (laughs) right but i would argue that the frozen sing-along is 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 very different yes they follow along the story but there's like there's narrators so i think that's a little bit different okay and they tell you the story, and then you get to sing. Like, I think that is different. Oh, I see what you're saying. But Beauty okay. and the yeah, Beast yeah, that kind of makes live on stage is more similar. Yes. But it really is just like an abridged version of the movie still. Well, yeah, and this was back in the time where at, it was MGM Studios, they had that stage in the back area behind New York Street yep. where they yep. had, like, yep. they tried out different things. So they had Tarzan, yeah. they had Pocahontas, I think they was had... That- Hunchback. That's Hunchback. Yeah. yeah. Hunchback was there. I remember Hunchback. It was good. So that mm-hmm. was very much it where it was like, hey, see your favorite movies live. Yeah. Live on <laughs> They should have called it exactly. Little Mermaid Live. Right. <laughs> Voyage of the Little Mermaid should have been The Little Mermaid Live. Yes. So basically Voyage of the Mermaid is The Little Mermaid Live. So in case anybody doesn't yeah. know what we're talking about. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Hey, Welcome. <laughs> Longest cold open ever. <laughs> Ooh, burr. <laughs> um, well, and I'm Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cheryl. And I'm Ashby. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. And we're back. We went on a little voyage ourselves. I know, right? (laughs) We forgot the obligatory tram ride at the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) We skipped that ride because we took the Skyliner. Wait, there goes my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagined like this like great 90s TV opening where it's like our like it's us. It's like the podcast intro, and like the two of you are on the tram, like waving, and I'm like, wait, running behind the tram. Yeah. I'm like, guys! Show me this time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the beginning of Step by Step when they're just at an amusement park? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would love for us to like remake that. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? To our theme song. It's so funny. It'd be great. Like, I come down Splash Mountain and splash you guys. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Sh- Cheryl and oh. I are going up. I guess there's no, like, lift roller coaster at Disney yeah. World. You just get launched on a rock and roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You just there see Cheryl go. napping. Or I'm Cheryl, no, no, it's, it's the Barnstormer. The Barnstormer. <laughs> yes, the Barnstormer. <laughs> Wee! Yeah. Tonight we've got a really good episode, I think. Yeah. I'm excited. Is this our is this our first show? Oh, uh, you're forgetting Fantasmic? Well, well it, I mean it's our first stage show, not yeah. nighttime spectacular. Yeah, I think so. 
Okay. Nice. That's so. exciting. I mean, I love theme park shows in general, so I'm kind of shocked it took like 20 episodes to get here. So Voyage of the Little Mermaid is a live stage show in Disney's Hollywood Studios and specifically in the area known as Animation Courtyard. Yeah. Which... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I... Well, yeah, I mean, I know why I got excited about that, but like... <laughs> People are going to be like, why is he so excited about the Animation Courtyard? <laughs> no one's ever been excited about Animation Courtyard. I know. Well, uh, here's I mean, why. That's not totally day. fair. Yeah. yeah it's, it actually has some good stuff over there, but it looks a little dry. Okay, you're just piping up the Animation Courtyard because that's where you can meet Kylo Ren, and we all know it, Molly. <laughs> well, not anymore. Now it's Darth Vader. Oh. Kylo Ren's in Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Snap. So, we had one chance to meet him, and we, and we took it. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got excited because it was a place that I worked at one point in my Disney journey. I'm getting sick of this courtyard. story. Where have you not worked? <laughs> <clears throat> right. Magic <laughs> Kingdom. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. The rest Good of the enough. podcast. Yep. Magic Kingdom. Peter Pan. Yeah, got that it. is the place that I was like, if I can avoid that in my career. It became like a goal. I was like, I never want to work at Magic Kingdom. Okay. I, I mean, I secretly did, but I also didn't. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard. So just let me just preface it with the time, because that, that place has gone through quite a bit of facelift over the mm-hmm. years. I was there, just for a point of reference, I was there when it was still the animation, what did they call that thing? The Animation Academy, is that right? Where you would learn to, like, we would draw the characters. Yeah, was that the exit of the Backlot Tour still back then? No. no. Oh. It was its own freestanding thing, but it, it may or may not have been. That's what it's called oh, in gosh, hold on. I'm looking um, now, cause... California, the like class. Maybe it was Animation Was Academy. it Playhouse Disney back then? Because right now it's like, what, Disney Channel Live or something? The Playhouse Disney show was there, like the Disney Junior-y stuff the, that was the big in that yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the animation building was made up of, at that time, it was you would go in and there was like a little show you would watch with an animator mm-hmm. and Mushu, what was his name? Mushu? Yeah. That, right? that was, was also like a, my very first screen name, by the way. He, <laughs> Mushu. Mushu. Because um, it kind of sounds like That name. makes sense, yeah. And so anyways, there was like a little pre-show with him and then from there you'd go into the actual animation building and there was like... I think you could meet Mickey, and there was, like, little interactive things you could do. And then the Animation Academy, which I think I'm – I think that's the wrong name. You would draw – you would learn how to draw a character with one of the – I'm using air quotes here – animators mm-hmm. at um, Disney. It actually used to be, like – because the animation building used to be an, an actual working animation mm-hmm. building. And so you'd see real animators. There was, like, a little glass enclosure <laughs> with, like, an animator that would sit in there and be drawing something, you know. I remember that as a little kid. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and then it it all left, and then but it, they still kept that animation thing for a while until it became um, the launch bay. But anyways, it was during that time, and that's why it was called. Oh, that's why it is called Animation Courtyard still to this day. Right. Yeah, and then it had the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yep. I mean the yeah the Disney Junior with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Handy Manny. Mm-hmm. And Little Einsteins, and then Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And then it also had the Walt Disney, um, what was the name of that? It was like the walkthrough. Oh, one, one, one Man's, one man's dream. dream. Now it's called now it's called Walt Disney Presents. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like a little mini Walt Disney Museum. 
So that, and I actually loved working that. And then next door was like the little space that would always change out depending on what the newest movie was. I think when I was there, it was still the Narnia I feel like Narnia was there for 12 years, though. So (laughs) that doesn't really help pinpoint that timeline. (laughs) That narrows it down to... Never seen Narnia, and I loved that thing. You're kind of like walking through an exhibit, and all of a sudden, some random lady, the white whatever, <laughs> walks up in a scaffold, <laughs> like in a scaffolding, and it's just yeah, like halt, yeah. unbeliever, or whatever. I worked. I don't know. <laughs> I never went to that. I never went to that. Now I very severely regret it. The animation courtyard is a little bit dry looking. They're like. Aren't among many trees and all the buildings just like the kind of plain they're looking just buildings? Stages, yeah, Ex- right, exactly. Because yeah, they, yeah. they were built up to be sound stages, stages because the MGM Studios was supposed to be a working movie backlot, and so that's what I guess it would look like if you were working on a movie lot out in Hollywood. Apparently, I don't know. Um, oh, it is. It, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed yeah. from Mr. Actor <laughs> here. <laughs> No, I just I took the Warner Brothers tour. Our yeah, okay. knows exactly what it looks like. Out he's, there. he's been on all the backlots uh, because he's taken all the tours. Um, right. <laughs> and so yeah, I think it yeah it definitely looks like the MGM Studios out in Hollywood. But uh, over the years, as that theme kind of was worn away, or they shifted into new eras or these transitional eras of the theme park the buildings or the animation courtyard specifically just end up looking a little plain because you mm-hmm. no longer look at them as sound stages. You're just like, wait, what? Like, what is, right. what is this area? And as you enter the park, when you walk towards your weenie, the Chinese theater, yeah. if you would turn to the right, you see a big arches, a big rectangular arch, um, which usually says, I think it says Disney's Hollywood Studios on it, like a, big um like a marquee a little bit and then you walk through or around the arches and that is animation courtyard right there didn't they recently update yes. that i think they did I... because there's a new font well no it, what it was was it was like for, i i never understood the way that 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 was set up because the, that archway to me seemed like you know when you go to universal and you walk through like the archway yeah and it's like yeah universal studios that's what it felt like to me because it always said like disney mgm studios and then disney hollywood studios yes. that's what but it was like it was like off to the side mm-hmm. f- from the middle of the park. It didn't make any sense of placement. It truly feels. Remember when? Um, remember when we were discussing Universal, like the starting of Universal, and we were saying that Eisner somehow like knew about the plan mm. for Universal, so then they kind of mm-hmm. rushed to open their own movie park. Right. It feels like they were like, "Yeah, we gotta have like the movie arches." Just right. like Universal. <laughs> but then, like, so that person missed the meeting about the Chinese theater being the icon. So then they're like, well, where are we going to put the arches? And so then they just put it right next to it, I guess. Yeah. They're like, wait, this court, this animation courtyard needs an entrance. So... Yeah, we need an entrance to the back so do lot. We put, they're like, wait, do we put the title animation courtyard on there? No, 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 no. 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 That's, that doesn't no, make any sense. No, just put the name of the park. Put the name of the park <laughs> right. on there. And we're going to change it every 10 years when the name of the park changes. <laughs> right. That's true. Perfect. I, Perfect, I you guys. So they rebranded and they were like, we're getting a new middle name. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Disney's MGM Studios, Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's like, wow. I that felt is like how it they framed that- it? Huh? That's how they framed it? Yeah. I remember that. They were like, we're getting a new middle name. 
My favorite part, though, back in the day of, like, the animation courtyard, they used to have a quick service restaurant where, like, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, Playhouse Disney was, and it would have, like, every new animated movie that came out, they would retheme the whole back lot to that movie, and it would have sets and stuff. Aladdin one time, it was, like, Hunchback and Oshadon the other time. That's so, that's so interesting that that you bring that up because I remember I, I kind of went on a little adventure at one point because it was like you know you know how the Brown Derby is kind of connected to the the Playhouse Disney mm-hmm. sure. the, yeah. the theater so I, me and a, like it was like a trainer who had been there since the beginning of time was like hey let me show you some <laughs> stuff and so took me back and like we went up into this scaffolding that was above the show yes. and behind it and it was like this always like this is an, an old area where it was like a bar and this yeah. and that and it was nuts. I was like, there's a whole other world here that I've never even knew about. Because it, it, there used to be like an upstairs yes. bar area from the Brown Derby. And then it would you could like go into the show area. And I'm guessing this is what you're talking about, where you could like see stuff inside of a, a theater or whatever. It was really crazy. What? Yeah. I've never heard any of this. It was the coolest quick service place too because it had like it always had movie props and like back in the day I was I was a kid so it was like oh my god Beauty and the Beast movie props which is so bogus because it's an animated movie like what was right. I thinking? But I remember <laughs> they had like this like you would go up some stairs and there would be like you could see Belle's rose and the petals would fall and you could watch the petals fall off the rose and it was the coolest oh thing I've ever seen because I was like seven or something it was Absolutely. the 90s so I remember that and then I remember there was the um uh, uh the genie's lamp and you could go oh. rub it and he would pop out and he would like say ah genie of the lamp and Wait, then go okay. back in I have memories of doing that like eating somewhere and then going to rub like the genie's lamp yes. yeah for like a photo op I could mm. have sworn that was the old Pizza Planet, now Pizza Rizzo mm-hmm. location, but it wasn't. It was 100% in the soundstage that they now have, like, oh Disney gosh. Junior in. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's, like, there's, a, there's an article on here that says that the theater was the soundstage restaurant from opening date until November 98 when they switched it over to the Ugh. Playhouse Disney. And it says the restaurant featured sets from Big Business, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. That's, yeah. um, that's awesome. That is some very deep, hidden Disney knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's crazy. Like, I feel like there's so much history at that park because it has gone through so many changes. Mm-hmm. And, to, I mean, even to the point where, like, it was an active studio, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's just sort a lot of, of fun yeah. facts there mm-hmm. of things that we are probably not aware of. Well, oh, and it was always... It, Magic Kingdom is just the park that... Um, I think there's the most uh, mag- like magnifying glass over it. People notice changes in it so much. And Hollywood Studios, while beloved, maybe people didn't pay as much attention to the changes there. So they- it was allowed to evolve more quickly and more seamlessly without people getting like upset about things. Um, and obviously, obviously, this was before social media and stuff where people were keeping such a close eye on changes so Mm -hmm. so interesting i wonder if they ever would do some sort of uh bring back some sort of style like that like a secret like a bar restaurant thing that'd be cool right they always talk about with like screen-based attractions being able to swap out the story all the time and like update it and nothing about that is appealing to me 
But what is appealing to me is swapping out a quick service theme based yeah. on the newest animated movie. That is cool, yeah. Yeah, That's I so think the only ride that does that swapping out thing successfully is Star Tours, which we could talk about uh, another agreed. day. But yeah. Agreed. But tonight, tonight, tonight we're talking about The Little Mermaid Live. Oh, right. <laughs> the Little Mermaid Live. <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry. Not to keep us off subject, but I was I just looked it up to see like, oh, I wonder what it says if I Google Hollywood Brown Derby upstairs where that bar thing used to be. And if you go, this is all rumor stuff, but if WDW News Today said that they were um they were speculating that that's where the new Club 33 location. Ooh, I believe it. Which makes complete sense. Of course, above. Is Hollywood Studios is the only park that now does not have one at least in construction, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. They say, oh, they they should they have pictures of like there's an actual door like a, a doorbell that was installed mm. that looks like the oh, Club 33 logo I guess that's stuff. Confirmed. So that yeah. makes it right. Okay. Well. Oh, there you go. interesting, you guys. Interesting. Um, you heard it right. We discovered right we, here on this podcast. We discovered things secondhand live on this podcast. <laughs> you're learning along with us mm-hmm. or you already knew and you're like, shut the hell up and we talk about something else. are all in this together. <laughs> Speaking of High School Musical. Um, oh, wow. Hollywood Studios. Other shows that have performed in front of the Animation Courtyard Arches. <laughs> What is wild to me about Voyage of the Little Mermaid is that, you know, we'll talk about this. It is charming. It's delightful. There's some impressive stuff, but there's also some stuff about the show that has aged quite a bit. A ton of my notes basically say, like, shows its age. Very 90s. So many lasers. <laughs> but what, what blew my mind is this was not an original 1989 attraction, even though it kind of looks like it was. <laughs> right, when right. did it open? It opened in January of 1992. Okay. Interesting. Um, in the exact same space that, that the theater soundstage that it's in right now was a show called Here Comes the Muppets, featuring Ooh. like fur character versions of the Muppets where they'd like sing and dance around. Which actually looks awesome, by the way. Oh, I would have loved that. Yeah. There are YouTube videos of it. Gosh. Kind of an interesting choice um, that the Muppets would go there first, um, seeing that the, The Little Mermaid, the movie, was already like a huge hit commercially when the park was being put together or i guess it was the year the park was being built is when little mermaid came out um and it was really successful so wow but the muppets went away and a uh, voyage of the little mermaid moved in so the show itself it's based off of the 1988 commercial hit the little mermaid and the show itself lasts 17 minutes long so in the in the world of disney shows kind of on the short side mm-hmm they're usually at least 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Ugh, already I'm a fan of this shorter show timing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other funny thing about it, and we can discuss this because I was have always been a little shocked by this. Unlike most other Disney 
Parks shows that run maybe once an hour and then skip for lunch or whatever. This show runs almost every 30 minutes. Wow. So it's a, a 20 yeah. minute show almost. And then you have to factor in load time and people, any cleanup or whatever. It's a very, very quick turnaround, especially for the entertainment cast. I have, I'm not sure how that is set up, but it's got to be something kind of intense backstage. So even just, I'm looking at the schedule for tomorrow, and this is just like a typical average day at the park. Um, it runs 9 30, 10, 10, 25, 10, 50, 11, 15, 11, 40, 12, That exact same schedule all the way until seven o'clock at night. So there's gotta be two different casts, right? Cast. Yeah. Oh, well, I yeah, mean, I'd there's, assume there's, four there's, or five yeah, different casts. Multiple, multiple casts and they cross over. So like, day. so I'd say like one cast does 9 30, 25 11:40 probably something like that like they probably like hop hopscotch each other is that's got to be something yeah is that what that game is called and then they all switch out yeah from like morning to evening or whatever right do you know the most annoying thing about that show schedule <clears throat> is <laughs> when you're working there and somebody comes up and is like oh how often is the show and you're like <sighs> or they're like what show should i come to later and i'm like uh mm-hmm take your pick like <laughs> just show up it's, yeah it's just it's not like a normal like you're saying a normal show where it's like oh every on the hour you mm-hmm. know head back it, it, it would be like oh our show's at 10 25 and they'd be like oh so should I, I get in line at 10 25 no you should get in line probably about 10 10 o'clock 10 or o'clock, 10 15 sure. you know and it would just be the most ridiculous thing to try to explain because it doesn't feel like a normal show as far as like Totally, it, it runs. It runs more like an. It should be treated more like an attraction. And when you get in line, you say you have a forty-minute wait. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Instead of trying, because the showtimes is confusing, especially when it's a very busy day, and you mm-hmm. maybe you line up at uh, noon, but you end up not getting into the twelve o five or twelve thirty show. Maybe you get into the twelve fifty five show. You know, because because the wait is that long, like in the theater fills up too quickly. So kind of I think that might be a more if I were explaining it to someone, it'd be like you have an hour before you will be able to see a show. Yeah, (laughs) because it runs almost continuously, almost continuously. I don't have a ton of information on like the history of the attraction other than it didn't open with the park, but (laughs) opened a couple years later and and replaced something. I, and I'm sure, because I, I know there's been times that it's been down, so I'm sure that they've done some updates here and there, but nothing like, <laughs> nothing obviously enough that it makes it feel like it's newer, because it still feels dated. No, but and I guess part of me also is obsessed with that. There's such a charm to it in that yeah. way. Um, and I look, sometimes I look around, this is one of those shows where if I'm on a vacation, and maybe people have gone home or maybe I'm visiting Cheryl and Cheryl's um, busy that day or whatever. And I just have like a solo afternoon in the park or something. I might hit Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Like it's a good spot to, to sit for 17 minutes. <laughs> right. And if you look around the theater, it has such universal, like timeless appeal with kids. This show mm-hmm. does like the movie, mm-hmm. the story, the songs and this show. And they don't notice that the lasers look stupid. Oh, I love right. lasers. Right. They, they don't care. Yeah. Like, we see that effect and think, like, wow, weird. Like, mm-hmm. But they don't care at all, and they're they're into everything going on. So, number one, that's, like, a vote not to do it, not to change it. And two, 
I think we'd all be kind of sad if they made it super state-of-the-art and technologically fancy. Like, there's something really charming about it being in its almost near um, original form. So... Yeah, I th- I agree. I think the 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 I think the thing that makes it feel older is what I like about it because it's like they're still using puppets and they're still live actors and there's still these set pieces that look like they're from 1992. Mm-hmm. It it does have a great like nostalgia to it when you go and watch. Yeah, but those lasers. I and the lasers. Love yeah. The lasers. <laughs> Something the about lasers. the lasers brings me back to my childhood, and that's of what I course. like about it. Yeah, and I'm- I think it's funny. It's funny that they kept the lasers because of, it, if you're unaware, whenever you have a laser like that in a show, if there's an opportunity that a guest could potentially, basically, like look at the laser, there has to be a monitoring that's done to like we'll call it stop the laser from going. And that to me is like enough of a headache. That's like, why? Okay. Just get rid of it. Like we have projections now. <laughs> like, why do we have yeah, lasers? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's a safe, it's a safety thing. Like you always have to have the ability to, if, if a guest could potentially be basically blinded by a laser. I love it. I love the look <laughs> of the lasers. I don't know. I think it embraces yeah. its whole like retro. This is what we're going to be. Type totally. The Little right. Mermaid, the Little Mermaid Ariel, the princess herself, is just she embodies 1988. 100%. Her hair, like her hairstyle, even the the way her the songs are, they're just very 1988. Where other princesses <laughs> are maybe a little bit more timeless, like you can't tell exactly when they were animated. Right. Um, but yeah, Ariel's just very eight late 80s, and so yeah, the lasers make sense. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> I still perfect. laugh at them though. Um, all right, so let's talk about the pre-show area. Yeah, there are a series of kind of like switchbacky type cues outside. Again, if it's a very busy day, um, you may be outside, and you're definitely not getting in the next show. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> if you're waiting outside, did they keep fast pass there? Yes, as, they, a, as an option, they do have fast pass there. That was it. A- Again, this just goes back to like we talked about this in my when we talked about Bugs Life mm-hmm. podcast. Like I just get so annoyed with <laughs> Fast mm-hmm. Pass for shows, especially one like this. Mm-hmm. It oh, it's just obnoxious. Well, because you're not given an hour. At least even with a, a 3D show, you're given an hour return time. Like it still right. operates more like a Fast Pass than right show fast if you're given this they treat this as a a live stage performance so you're given a 15 minute window window return time you're (laughs) better off just showing up for that performance like right right. unless it's a crowded day unless there's an outside queue got it i totally understand that once you do get inside however you enter i'm saying my experience is i feel like you're inside like the hull of a ship like a turn of the century wooden ship that like prince eric would have been on is that what we're kind of led to believe yes right right or at least inside one of those ships museum i know what you're saying because there there's just stuff everywhere like this person did not like Marie Kondo, their space. Like no. it's just <laughs> there's just stuff everywhere. There's pictures on the wall. There's nets hanging everywhere. It's like there's a Daytona Beach and... bar that like was yes. decorated mm-hmm. 
early 150 on. years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. One, a Daytona Beach bar. That is spot on. Minus um, the bumper stickers. Like, literally, it's a Daytona Beach bar. Because they didn't have the them. Bumper yeah. Stickers. Yeah. They have their, yeah, like, yeah. own version of bumper stickers everywhere. <laughs> um, it is, I do like it, though, because there's plenty to look at, if you, especially if you've never been in there before. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, dif- it's different. It's not just Disney stuff, you know, it's a little bit maybe more interesting or, or, or off, just off center, just a bit that you're. I don't know. You're just a little bit more entertained by it. It's indoors, but the doors are wide open to the outside. So it's a little bit cooler. It's definitely dark. It's a good place mm-hmm. to, to hang. Do you guys remember the old diving suit that's like up against the wall? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very scary. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, is there somebody in there? <laughs> uh, my guess is yes. There is someone. <laughs> yeah, and they've been dead for 50 years. Well, they've been right, dead. Right, right. I feel like there was there was a I don't know if it's still this way, but I remember having to do some sort of spiel that may have been timed with something, and I don't know if it was an like an interactive spiel or if it was like timed for the I, I can't remember, but I remember being a little nervous because it was a longer spiel that you had to learn in this pre-show, mm. and there was a timing aspect to it that was also a little nerve-wracking, but I can't remember. I've seen them do a magical moment where they like pick a kid out and bring them to the front, and they're like. You're gonna magically open the doors, and so it was. Oh, timed. that's what it was. It was time to was. the doors opening. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's exactly it. Um, yeah. Any show like this that runs slightly, well, any show that runs continuously. So call it like a 3D movie. It's probably the best example of this. They're all of those doors and stuff pretty much just on a timer. Like everything's mm-hmm. counting down. This right. one, I guess, runs so often that it it feels like that operationally, probably. That you're just always counting yeah. down to the next show time. Like once those doors close, it's next show time, basically. Yeah. For all the op staff. And, and the windows were so tight with like your timing, and then you also have you know a live cast, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, it's just a it's like a crazy like you got to have all this done at the right time. Because you can't mess the schedule up <laughs> because you saw it's like one right after another. Well, and my assumption also is there people are walking through a, um, like a turnstile to go into this room. They definitely don't put more people in the room than can fit in the theater. So that's where they're right. going to cut off this pre-show area is the max capacity of the theater, which I don't know what it is. 200 and something is my guess. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like I feel like it's one of those attraction or shows like I used to think of Universe of Energy like that, where it was like on a really super busy day, at least we have a great guest guzzler like Universe of Energy that could suck in mm-hmm. a bunch of guests off the street to help with for you know, a long period and, of time. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Universe of Energy was a really long one. Um, the other uh, thing I just wanted to say about this pre-show area is it reminds me of the like above ground version of Ariel's like uh, hoarding cave. Her grotto. Oh, yeah. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah. Not a hoarding cave. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is a hoarding cave. It's called a grotto, but it functions as a hoarding cave. <laughs> If we were doing, like, mission space, it'd be Ariel's Grotto, colon, the hoarding cave, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But it's funny because I I was thinking, like, is this Eric's ship? Because if so, like, they're going to have a lot to talk about with their, like, collections. They're, like, two parts. 
<laughs> who has to get rid of their diving suit. <laughs> or they're like, well, that's why we buy the three bedroom to put all of our diving suits on display. <laughs> so yeah, those doors are going to open towards you. Let's go on in. I wanted to say, though, a lot of people run up to the doors, right? They go, wait, right? up amateurs. by the door. Yeah. I, I was going to say, that's a little amateur, right? Like, you got to know you're going. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's the whole thing. <laughs> maybe you don't know you're going into a show and you've never gone on a Disney or a theme park vacation before and you haven't heard over and over and over again, move all the way down your row. Like, that's a pretty repetitive thing you hear at a theme park. I've never, ever understood. Like, I, I'm the one that stands. You probably do the same thing. I stand back and I just kind of, like, cross my arms and shake my head. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you people doing? But it, but it's funny, though, because, like, when you go with, like, friends or family that are visiting and they're like, come on. And I'm like, no, no, just just wait. Trust me. We're not going to want to go in first. If I'm not being asked to form a line, I get oh, very far away from the crowd in, in general. Right. So usually, mm-hmm. like, hang along a wall, a back wall, a side wall, something like that. What's even more annoying, though, is, like, when, like, people like us wait and then we go in, and then the people who went in first stop in the middle. Oh, well, yeah, that's just... And I'm like, nope. That's just poor form. You you lost. You got to keep on moving. <laughs> you did it wrong, so keep going. Right. Do you just, just do the, like, robot thing where you're, like, run, keep running into the person's knee? And <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Like, I'll ju- I just stand there, and I just kind of, like, I, like, look down. Like, yeah. oh, do you, there's all that room down there. Do you see that? And then if they just don't budge, then I just, I do the dramatic, like, climbing over them, but, like, making it as difficult as possible. And I also, like, mutter really nasty things. Ooh. It just feels like a really high-stress way to live, like, running to be the first person in the theater right, and right. then having to deal with other people's passive-aggressive things climbing <laughs> over you. Like, is it worth right. it? Just, like, <laughs> sit back and think about it for a second and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. maybe I just shouldn't be the first one in the door. But you know what? I guess we need those people because if we didn't have any of those, then who would go to the end of the aisle? <laughs> Me, because then I'd be like, I don't care. I actually just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a really good point. Uh... Um, but yeah, so you enter the theater. It's an, a theater that you come in. Oh, wait, what's it called? And Are you guys theater people? Like, no. do you come in stage right or stage left? Yeah, Ashby, what well, is it? Well, it would be house oh. right. House right. <laughs> Yeah. House right, stage left, though. I guess I'm trying yes. to figure out what. Yes. Yeah, you is. got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you come in house right, and then you're gonna end, and then you're you're gonna come in one end and go out the other side of the theater. I'm like, yay! <laughs> Spoiler. Although you've probably maybe no, you have not seen that the theater is entirely empty when you walk in. I'm almost positive. Right. Okay. Because right. it's dark, right? Yeah, because there is a little bit of time in between. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they gotta clear out everyone's full sodas they've left behind. Oh God. Yeah. God. And, and and just for educational purposes, so house directions are if you're, like, if you just picture you're sitting in the seat looking at the stage, the directions are from there. So house right is to your right, house left to your left, but facing the stage, if that makes sense. And then it's opposite if you're talking about stage directions where you're, like, standing on the stage looking at the seats in the house. Stage gotcha. right, stage left, upstage, downstage. Wait, what does that mean? Upstage so, would be, like, closest to the audience? Actually, it's the other way around. That makes uh, no sense. It, the reason why they do that, so this is like an old theater thing where the stages used to be a little bit of an incline. So the back of the stage would actually be a little bit higher. So that way the audience could see people that were in the back a little bit easier or like hmm. sets or stuff stuff like that. So upstage was always the back of the stage if you were looking at it that way. Okay. 
and then downstage was always the front of how, the stage. Like how come you know so audience. much about stages? Uh, I did theater in high school. Yeah. Oh, what was yeah, your best role? Yeah. Uh, I was Kaniki in Greece. <clears throat> you were. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like a hallmark. That's a little wild for you. I feel like. Uh, it was totally not cast correctly, but listen, <laughs> it got me into theater, and I did a bunch of other stuff. I did Anne Frank was probably one of the ones that was the most like dramatic, like serious roles, mm-hmm. you know, that I loved. But yeah. Anyways, that's where my start of the 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 love for the arts began. Oh God. Yeah. And probably everyone else in that audience who saw you as Kaniki. Oh man, they, they you were know. like, "Oh, I love the arts now." <laughs> <laughs> Those people were probably like, "Get what is this nonsense that we're watching? Get us out of here!" No, they loved it. They loved this it. This is not John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. We're out of here. No, we're fine. That's fine. There are too many extra songs in the stage version of Grease. There's so many. There's too many. There's too many. Is there a stage version of Grease too? Because I oh, would there go needs to that, to be. and I would cast you, Ashby, as the lead in that. Because wow, yes. unpopular okay. opinion, Grease two far better than Grease one. It is a good movie. In the songs, movie. can I have a role in Grease two? Oh, you would be Michelle Pfeiffer. End of story. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. There you go. Like, there you go. Oh, uh, get is, ready to love the arts. Honestly, <laughs> listeners. Listeners, in case you don't know, they made a sequel to Grease. I know. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but go watch. Do you know what my favorite song is from that movie? Oh, let me guess. Is it Let's Do It For The Country or We're Gonna Score Tonight? Oh, no. Is it Reproduction? Oh, that's it. <laughs> is this a filthy movie? <laughs> Literally every song is an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> Except for a reproduction, it's literally That's about sex. Just, <laughs> this one's like we're not even trying anymore. <laughs> right? There's wow. a, there's like it's like uh, what? How does it go? Like reproduction, reproduction. Put your and then there's like a guy who's like, yeah. And then there's a guy who's like, where does the pollen go? Ew! <laughs> Very much like our last episode in ET. Do you think? <laughs> Mushroom oh man my God! Did yes. that voice? Well, oh, that's that's him. Home. Yeah, that's him. Welcome home. You've arrived. Where does the pollen go? <laughs> <laughs> After they saved ET's home planet, oh, he got a role in Grease. <laughs> wow, good that for him. Amazing. I'm glad he got more work. Oh, I love I it. Love it. <laughs> What were we talking, talking about? How did we get here? Theater. Walking in from House Right. House Right. House right. Um, you pick, pick a row, any row. Do you guys have opinions on for this show? If it's better be in the front, back, middle, anything? I think middle's I prefer, always. Yeah, middle to back. Yeah. yeah, I'd say back a little bit. Because there's a, the, the show... There's nothing like extra special you want to see sitting straight up. And in fact, maybe the effects look a little bit better if you're further back. Um, something I really like about this show is that the the seats themselves are like cushy. They're like movie theater seats. So they're like more comfortable than, say, phantasmic mm-hmm. benches or... <laughs> or Festival of the Lion King. Festival of the Lion King benches or even Beauty and the Beast benches. Benches, right. Or right. Indiana Jones benches shoot lots of benches which, which all have longer show times yeah. than yeah 
so this is it's a nice little break like again this is a good place to take a little snooze if you want mm-hmm. you guys can confirm this for me when you're walking in and taking your seat is it kind of like misting in there a little bit yes okay yeah and it and you get like the vibe of like waves on mm-hmm. the top. like so i think that's on purpose like, like the light like you're underwater, probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, guys, I think people are just spitting on you. Well, I wanted to ask because I was a little paranoid that people were just spitting on me. The guy who was supposed to be watching no. the laser is just spraying. Here's the deal. The the one thing I will say about Voyage of the Little Mermaid, and I will say about it's a it's tough to be a bug, is like those theaters are very well themed. Mm-hmm. This is trying its best to take you into sure. the show, and I do love that about it. Also, appreciate the little love for stuff to be a bug, Cheryl. Yeah. Come a long way. I mean, you feel like you're in an ant mound. Mm-hmm. They, did they totally it. do. Even if I'm offended by being stung by a bug towards the sure. end. So that's, yeah, they do a lot of good um, scene setting. I even have like a memory of it's almost sounding like waves a little bit. Did, mm-hmm. I, make, did I make that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I made that up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, I think you're 100%. Pick a seat, any seat, but not in the middle if there are people coming behind you. That's all I ask. That's all yeah. I ask. So the show starts. There's usually like a um, a little bit of a spiel from either a cast member or a recording about like what you can and cannot do. No flash photography is my guess. Yeah. Please no flash photography. No also, who's taking flash photography in general? I turned my flash on my phone off a decade ago. <laughs> I feel, and I've never. I feel like it was probably more of an issue, especially like back with dig- like like cameras, like when you actually took a camera into something because it would be okay. dark, and then you'd be like, "Oh wait, I don't know how to turn the." And then people's flashes would just go off because they didn't do it beforehand. Sure. And now it's just like, we should just say it anyway because someone will be like, whoa, now I can take a flash yeah, photo. Right, Yay, right. I've been waiting 30 years. But I here's my gripe is like, and this will never change. It's just going to get worse. But like when you're at a show or fireworks or it, just enjoy it. Honestly. Don't record it. There's no point. Or record it and turn your viewfinder off. Do you know what I mean? Or your like view right, of it off. Right, because right. you are disturbing people behind you with your like little mini version in their face now. But you can record anything you want if you like keep it down at your chest height or like turn right. your view way down. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I, I just like at this point, I'm just like, you know what? There is most likely a better version of this show on youtube already that has a thousand a hundred likes and disney probably released it themselves they, right. they're like, doing that a lot now with every new don't, show don't even bother there's no reason you're not going to have your friends over your aunt sally and uncle bob to say hey let's watch the fireworks together on they the television nobody's going to watch that <laughs> right right Make a 15-second Instagram story, then put your phone away and enjoy. Exactly. I feel like we're, we're just heading down the wrong road, but, like, I don't know. Just mm-hmm. come on, people. But the oh, show's right. about No flash. smoking, no flash photography. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. So then the very lovely score from Little Mermaid starts playing, and we all know it. We all love it. It definitely invokes some emotions out of the crowd, whether it's from nostalgia or the fact that you're just a small child and you like this movie. It, you know, people get a little excited for this. Mm-hmm. Then it's like Laser Dome in here. Woo! Oh, the best. So they do a couple different types of lasers. They do your classic, like, green 
laser that really makes it look like you're underwater. Like the waves are really going now. Mm-hmm. The mist picks up a little bit. Um, and then they do the lasers on the screen or ab- right above where the stage is that like spell out the little mermaid. Mm-hmm. And it like blinks weirdly. It's like the fir- world's first laser. So it kind of blinks. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's charming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's charming. Oh, so this is one of my favorite scenes just because I think it's so funny. So you know how The Little Mermaid starts off with uh, its fathoms below and it's uh, it starts above. It starts like all the sailors on Eric's ship singing that song and they're like, whoa, stuff's going on under the ocean, you know, <laughs> the scene where the ship comes like roaring in, you know. So mm-hmm. instead of just mm-hmm. playing the clip, which we know they have the capability to just play clips because they do that throughout this entire show. Right. So right. instead they've chosen to do just like six stills of this boat for like two seconds <laughs> as it comes closer to you. I just, for the, I, it must have been an artistic choice because we know it wasn't like a technological choice. This was a choice and I, it, make, it makes me, everyone's, no one's laughing. I'm cracking up in the theater during this part. <laughs> it's I just so weird because it. it goes from like, it goes from like a flip book to. A flip book. And That's then a great the, last, the last it. bit of it, it's like, oh, now we're going to turn the animation on. It's and like a full three minute of movies at a certain point. Like <laughs> right. we know they can do it. They also own this film. Like it's not like right. there's like. It's so weird. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a flip book choice. And it makes me crack up. Because <laughs> it just feels very misplaced, kind of bizarre. Right, um, right. Right before that, or no, right after that, they actually do like a fun rain, well, it's not rainfall, but it's the, yeah, I guess that's the way to describe it, like rainfall stage effect. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It looks like a curtain, mm-hmm. like a rain curtain. I guess that's probably more officially right, what it right, would be right, called. Right. But it's pretty neat. The other funny thing about the misting and the lasers effect in the show is that it's very loud. Like you hear, you hear the oh, machines God. producing it. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, it's just too loud. No, you know, well, I mean, it's pushing, it's pushing it for me, limit wise. (laughs) Or maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's supposed to be wind or something. But whenever that like misting, like you're supposed to be underwater, it's, it is kind of loud. That also makes me laugh. I laugh a lot. Molly's like, turn it down, please. Could you turn that down? I just have my ears and my fingers like, yeah. I mean, my fingers and my ears. <laughs> my ears and my fingers. Gross. That's weird. And right. I hold them in my hand. ears? <laughs> Gross. The very first song is, I don't know, I think the best. And it's Under the Sea with Sebastian and all his fish friends. Oh, it's like right into it. he kicks it like, off. Let's go. Mm-hmm. This is a cool scene. It's all mm-hmm. pu- It's all puppets on the blackest of black background to the point where Sometimes you're like, how are they pulling this off? Like, it's actually really cool. It's kind of nuts. I don't know. Like, one of the things I got to do when I worked there was they did like a little, almost kind of like a little behind the scenes, little fun, you know, activity where you could go. This was for both Voyage of the Little Mermaid and for um, Playhouse Disney, where you could just kind of see how the entertainers did certain aspects of the show. And so for Voyage of the Little Mermaid, I got to actually be on the stage while they were doing the Under the Sea performance, which is crazy to think about because it's like, wait, there's a show going on. How are you on stage when that's happening? Yeah. And so, as you said, it's completely blacked out. So there's black curtains everywhere. 
And the only thing that illuminates the stage are black lights. So everything, oh. like the way it's colored, it gives it more of a realistic look instead of like the, the you know, like the neon, you know, way too bright type of thing. Anyways, so as mm-hmm. long, because the performers are all in black, so you can't see them at all. What they did for me was they, there's like a little X on the stage that they're like, okay, stand here. We're going to throw this black sheet over you. <laughs> so I stood there with this big black cloth over me oh that I could God. see through, and I just got to watch them. And it was crazy. It was nuts. That's and you could see wild. them all kind of moving around. And it's so choreographed. Like, they, they can't miss a step, because if they do, they're going to run into somebody or they're going to cross over in front of mm-hmm. a puppet, which is another thing you have to think about because you can't cross over because then you're going to see the black of the outfit that the person's wearing. And, you know, as the show goes on, mm-hmm. it becomes ridiculous because there's so many puppets that show up. It's, there's a lot it was going a marvel on. Yeah. to just stand there and watch all of these guys and girls um, with these puppets. Absolutely phenomenal. And these are puppeteer mm-hmm. entertainment yeah. cast members. Yeah, cool. Really talented. I mean, that's that's neat. It's so crazy, and and it's crazy because like they have the puppeteers here, and then they had the puppeteers over at Playhouse Disney. So you got to see both, which was such a cool. Why don't they call it Puppeteers Courtyard? Because <laughs> that's a bad name. I yeah, hear, I, hear I think it. I hear it. That's yeah. not good, Molly. <laughs> you know. You know, you got to keep swinging, though. That's true. Yeah, don't give swinging. up. Don't give up. You'll mm-hmm. find the right you one. Keep... Maybe give oh. up. Well, <laughs> I give up. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... This is my last idea. Yeah, that was my last one. This is why we're fans mm-hmm. of these things and not right, the creed. Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I'm just kidding. No, I'm so true. sorry. It's a bad one. It was a bad one. It was a really bad one. My favorite puppet of all time in any Whoa. Disney show is the the dancing turtle. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he's the best in any Little Mermaid in the ride. Oh wait, he is good everywhere. in the ride too. I, is he in the movie? Like I don't even know. Is I he? He so. might be a park. He might be a parks exclusive. I don't know. Ooh, we should honestly. Find we should this check. Out. We should check. So he has the best dance. Oh, hundred percent in the entire show. I don't know if that puppeteer just has a lot more like. Um, ability to kind of make him do funnier dances but he always he always has the fun. i've seen him hold hands with the fish next to him and the other fish like didn't really want to do it but he was like all about it i've seen him do like a court like a rockets kick line <laughs> um he's all or he just he does a ton of shimmying which is just so funny I just love the turtle. I could watch the, I would watch hours of just the dancing turtle. So funny. I love there's there's one YouTube video in particular I was watching where the turtle was doing his thing and he like I don't know if he like he put his hand around I think it's I don't know if it's like a shrimp or like a crick crick yeah. whatever that is. And they yeah. kind of dance for a minute and then the other one the little shrimp fish was like nope. And then yeah. and then like slapped him with his tail fin. That's so funny. I was like I think damn. I think the turtle might be the Eddie Maserati oh. of this show. 100%. Yep. Like he's just living his best life, dancing by himself, like dance as if no one is watching. That's like that I hear, I hear that like phrase over and over again as I watch the turtle. He like, he's like the one Except that's just like, watching. he's just enjoying his life, hanging out, you know, whatever, yeah. eating a little something. And then when he sees uh, Sebastian, he's like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. We're getting into here it. Here we go. You know? Well, and he comes a little later in the show, too, which I also think is funny. <laughs> right. Like, he's 
he's not like, yeah, Sebastian, I'm here to support you. He was just like, I hear a party. Go, I'll be there. And like, France, <laughs> France is out there and starts dancing. Be there in he's a minute. He's just a party boy. Just a party Absolutely. boy. Absolutely. And then we don't see him again. Like, he nope, was just was there it. to party. That was it. I miss him immediately. They go yeah, away. Yeah, they're gone. Goodbye. I do, I do find that front-loading this show with that uh, number, I have a little bit of like a, oh, it's kind of all downhill from here. <laughs> not, a little bit. Not that the show's not good, right? The rest of it's great. But like they just, they kind of had their explosion right at the beginning. I don't know. I think you guys are expecting way too much out of this. And maybe as someone who saw it as like a little kid right after The Little Mermaid obsessed with it, like... I think it's got all the right things in all the right places. Mm, okay. True. Like it, Ursula brings it's like you I back. Said, yeah. It yeah. was like I was like, hey, mom, I want to see The Little Mermaid. And she was like, oh, I've got the better version. It has all the clips that you need mm-hmm. with live. Like, some live actor introductions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, without a doubt, it's the best way to start the show. Yeah. Like really yeah, yeah. kick it off. Um because it just is so energizing. And it's the song that everyone in the audience it likes. It's it's be our guest. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's the one that like everybody it's I just can't wait to be king. Even like, if you've never seen the movie that everyone likes. You know that song. Yeah. You know that song and you like it. It's not the power ballad, it's not a love song. It's just the, just a party song. Right, right. My next note here is more lasers. So that's cool. Laser. Um and this is the introduction to Ariel, and she is one of only two live actors in this performance that you see, and the only one who has any speaking lines. She's the only actually, like, mic'd member of the um, cast. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, pretty impressive role. Like, I feel like everyone in this role does a very good job. Right. Because it's got to be right. hard. Yeah. It's got to be a hard job. Well, physically and, like, vocally, you know. Because you got to sing, totally. sing like her. You got to speak like her, sing like her. The, yep. And move that damn fin. <laughs> I was gonna say. So, um, yeah, you have a couple lines from the movie, and then they sing. She sings part of your world. But the first couple, like thirty seconds in the scene, she like earns those abs. Like she is flipping right. that tail right. so hard. Yeah. I mean, I think she gets airtime. Like she's <laughs> flipping it. It's like right, like it, I'm out of breath watching her. Have you guys? This is gonna. We're going off subject. Look out. Taking a taking a. a, a mm, I'm an ready. Exit here. Let's go there. Have I you guys it. ever heard of Wikiwachi in Florida? Yes. Oh, yeah, with the mermaids. Yeah, the mermaids yeah. that swim. Basically, yeah. like the mermaid town on the uh, what west coast of Florida. I've only randomly been there once. It was it was for it was actually for a friend's bachelor party. We went out there. <laughs> That's a. Hilarious. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but we went to Wikiwachi, and like these girls that were basically mermaids, uh, like it, we kind of we kind of formed our opinion of like this must be like when you are a little girl in that town, it's like your dream. Like I'm going to be a Wikiwachi mermaid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, like I wonder, like have there ever been like any Wikiwachi mermaids that have made it to Disney as Ariel? Because I feel like oh, that's like next level. I hope so. Right. Yeah. Or, it's just or who do they, they are. or do they look at Ariel and they're like, ugh, poser. What an amateur. <laughs> right? Yeah. She can't even breathe underwater. <laughs> so Ariel is singing part of your world and she's absolutely killing it, this live singer. Mm-hmm. And in the background, the screen that was previously a flip book is now magically a movie projector. Um <laughs> successfully showing clips from the little mermaid but they're mostly of prince eric mm-hmm. I, 
don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I don't like it. It just feels a little too like mushy or something. Like this song isn't about Eric in the show. She's like truly just longing. Wait, maybe it is. Damn it. I thought she was just like trying to be somewhere else, but I guess she, it really is about Eric, isn't it? Well, I think she is longing for a new life and he is just the catalyst. We've all been there before. Sure. Yeah, no, that's true. We've all made life choices for love. Yeah, both of you did a Disney college program, like, basically put in that Facebook ad, and then that is basically you guys back in high school, college. Yeah, no, that's true. I had one goal in life, and it was to do the Disney college program. And since then, I've been like, any new goals? No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. truly peaked i truly peaked that's so i don't know funny. <laughs> there's something about something about eric that i just that maybe it's just eric as a character maybe i just i just don't like prince eric well right what's the appeal he's good looking and he has legs so it's like that's just the first thing she latched on to like his legs are so attractive to right. her that she's just she's gonna fall in love with the first legged man or yeah. woman she is sees. this the first leggy person she's seen i guess yeah well possible. no What's the name of his, like, keeper guy? Well, right, between the two, though. (laughs) Come on. Well, (laughs) I like his little ponytail. Sure, but she's, like, what, 12? Like, yeah, it's going to be Eric. She's 16. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. All right. If you compare those two, I guess Eric. All right, yeah, I'm getting all a, wor- a little too worked up about Eric. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So yeah, she wraps up that song and in roll. No, not quite. So then the scene kind of goes a little dark, and two animatronics <gasps> come out from like the side of the stage mm-hmm. of Flotsam and Jetsam. Very cool. Those little bastards. They're really cool. That's a good. It's a good little piece of the show. And they're animatronic, right? That's not a puppet. Right. And it kind of takes your your eyes away from probably a big, like a little bit of a scene switch. Um, because what they're probably doing is rolling out. Oh, the... wait. No, I think they're actually puppets now that I'm. Oh, really? How many puppeteers are in this show? I'm really curious. Can you say that? Two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's two puppeteers, but they each have three arms. <laughs> right. No, there's a pretty good amount of them. I mean, but, I mean, but if you think about it, like you know, you again, you're gonna see all of the activity in under the sea because then from then on out, it's only like one here, two there. You know. Oh, interesting. You know what I gotcha. mean? Like, yeah, they work yeah, those... five minutes every thirty minutes or something. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Um, all right, so the next big scene is a big scene. It's um, mm-hmm. big, all right. It's a big old scene. Um, <laughs> it's the song Poor Unfortunate Souls, which is a huge jam. I love it in it's general. It's a banger, yeah. It's a total banger. Um, and Ursula comes out and sings. And again, this is like a soundtrack, straight from the soundtrack. And the puppet animatronic kind of combo that Ursula mm. is is over 12 feet tall and 10 feet wide. She is big. big. It's big and it's impressive and it looks good. Like, I'm sure over the years, those are the changes they've made to the show. Not changing Ursula, but just like making sure that that set piece is great in great condition or replacing it or whatever. Well, have you guys been keeping up? Because I dove way deep into youtube and the original the og ursula is very very scary oh no i don't think i have seen that just wait 
Um, so, and I may have sent you a photo of it, but originally, oh, dear Jesus. yes, she, I don't even know how to describe it. It scares me. And then, so I found three different videos, right? I found 1984, which was the oldest that I could find. And then I found a 2007 video. In 2007, she was rocking a mullet, like hardcore. Oh, yeah. She's got what? the uh, that yes. Joe Dirt mullet going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, 2019, <sighs> Ursula definitely got a, hi, can I speak to your manager haircut? Like, maybe oh, she's okay. going through some life changes. Oh. But... <laughs> But she definitely is her best self. Like, she uh, is living it. <laughs> that this, first one, she just looks a little oh, it blobby. Looks like it, it looks like, in, like it's a balloon, like a more, mo- the most yeah. like an inflated like balloon. Yeah. She looks like she's melting on herself. Like, Gross. she just looks terrible. Second second one's not bad, but. Agreed. It actually, it actually kind of like that you mostly just see her eyes. Like, it's pretty scary. We're all looking at the same picture, which we will definitely be Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll show you guys this. But, yeah, she looks the most like a cartoon character in the last one. Oh, look, one. And, the, and in the third one, like, now the necklace is actually gl- glowing. Mm-hmm. Look at her. She's had a glow up. Like, she is Meryl Streep, only getting better right. with age. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she's impressive. I really, really like it. Uh, also, can we talk about... I know we talked about this last week, but let's talk about women from the 80s and 90s who (laughs) smoked 100 packs of cigarettes and got voiceover work. Because here's another one, Pat Carroll. Oh, Oh, (laughs) yes. Sure. Yeah. 100%. But Her so voice. good. Yeah, it's so good. I love, remember that video that was like circulating a while back when she was reading the Haunted Mansion uh, spiel? I, or no, the, like, I don't think I know that. What? Yeah, it was like all the Disney peeps were like sharing it. It was, she was, I think she was at a convention maybe. Oh yeah, it was one of those like spooky empire conventions. Oh yeah. It was like the Haunted Mansion ghost. It was the ghost host. So lines from the ghost host, she was reading them in her voice. And it was. Oh my God, that's so fun. Phenomenal. Hey guys, this is Pat Carroll. (laughs) (laughs) Poor unfortunate souls. (laughs) Do you like my new hair? Can I talk to your manager? (laughs) (laughs) Can I, can I talk to your manager? Okay. I got a problem. Yeah, we love her. We love her. We love, I love everything. (laughs) 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 I love you guys. I just, I love. (laughs) Sorry, I just got completely floored. She's 92 years old. Holy shit. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Ashby. (laughs) We have both. We've got Pat and what's that other woman's name that did uh, E.T.'s the E.T.? Voice? I don't remember. Wait, was it also Pat? Because that it would be. Oh my God, it was Pat. <laughs> this is pa- Pat okay. and Pat in the morning. Pat, welcome to In the Morning with Pat and Pat. I was the voice of Ursula and the I other Pat. I was the voice of E.T. And we. We're just drinking our coffee, having our smokes, and living our best lives. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> why are we both from New York? I don't know. I don't know why, because I don't think either one of them was no, from No, uh, one's probably from Wisconsin. Oh, God. When worlds combine, man. Yeah, let's go live. Poor unfortunate souls, let's go. And my, my makeover. Uh, it truly is a a good performance. I enjoy this Thank part. you. Oh. <laughs> 
ever of actual Ursula. I enjoy so much. I enjoy Ashby's impression. <laughs> I enjoy this song in the Voyage oh, Voyage God. of the Little Mermaid. I enjoy Ursula as a as a just figure. I just love it no, all. No, that float that I keep calling I don't call it a float. That like puppet animatronic is fantastic but it's kind of like a float it moves like a float in a parade like it she Mm -hmm. moves around and kind of turns left turns right kind of spins a little it's great and ariel the live actor is playing off of it pretty well like again she's the only person on stage well she know i mean to think she's not maybe she's not terrified I mean, I mean, Ariel. Should, yeah, Ariel's terrifying. Oh, okay, yeah, Ariel's, yeah. And also terrifying. the actor, because <laughs> if you had this giant <laughs> Ursula. Like inflatable puppet coming at like, you. It's like method acting. She is yeah. legitimately mm-hmm. frightened by it's, this okay. <laughs> Ursula. It's Tom Hanks and Castaway level, though, where it's like this lady <laughs> gets no other human to interact with. She gets either a screen projection of her father, a mm, montage right. of her soon-be husband, or this mm-hmm. weird, crazy giant. Of <laughs> yeah, you're right. Giant octopus woman. Look, I don't know what theme park stage awards are, but I'm sure she's won an award. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't Universal give theme park awards out? I think that's brilliant. Oh, that's yeah. great if they do. They do like a big party and stuff. It's really cool. I'm for so it. Smart. I'm totally for it. You know, well, we should move on from this scene because <laughs> <laughs> we've been here a little while. Um, unfortunately, the next scene in the show is the worst part. It's truly just like a one and a half minute montage of the rest of the movie. I like Well, that's where they ran out of money. It's basically like, it's like, all right, so we've got singing underwater things. We've got this little beautiful girl. She's got a dilemma. Yada, yada, yada. She meets a prince. It's great. (laughs) She's got legs. They, they, they date. They fight Ursula. She meets a very gruesome death. It's like one of the most graphic that always, villain yeah, deaths ever. Frightened the hell out of me when I would watch so it. Scary. So scary. Because it's like that sh- the sharp the god the sharp tip of the, <laughs> the ship mm-hmm. just like penetrating. Right her. Yeah. Oh. She gets electrocuted, but she's in water. Like, how does that work? <laughs> well, that's why she gets electrocuted, I guess. But everyone else is okay? Like, it's not like Triton's up on Oh, no. S- what they didn't show you was the boatloads of fish that float to the surface. Yeah, right. Because right. they've all died. It's truly not it's unfair. Okay. But Eric's fine because he's got those legs <laughs> or something. And now we get the real Eric. Well, yeah, let's talk about him. So the next scene, um, again. Such a bone to pick. He just sleeps through the entire show. Sleeps is a generous word. So <laughs> the, the next scene, it like cut, cuts back to the score, the pretty like Little Mermaid score. And she's, you know, Ariel, uh, Eric's body has washed up on the beach, I guess, presumably from a night of heavy drinking. And she's... <laughs> And she's staring at him thinking, but you've got legs, so I love you. Yeah. And in the background, the screen, again, no longer is a flip book. It, it is a projector, is King Triton. And he's looking out at her saying, you know, his good line where it's like, well, she really does love him. She right. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And Sebastian's like, well, yeah, she don't forget does. Sebastian's there. Sebastian the puppet comes out, which yep, is fun. Yep. 
And then King Triton, like, um, I guess it's like cast a magic spell. We don't really talk about how he's magical, <laughs> but I guess he is. Hey, and he's the he, underwater god. Like, come on. Correct. Right. Correct. And so she, um, Triton gives Ariel legs. But let's back it up. So yes, Eric is passed out. And I feel like he looks like he's just wasted the whole time. But that's yeah. a personal opinion. He's like, oh, hey, hey, guys. Hey. The other note about this, and I guess he's supposed to be like washed up from the sea. I get it. But like, it's not a good look on him. No. Um, but he doesn't look like he's been like whipped around or washed ashore. His clothes are perfect. He just is <laughs> right. passed out on the beach. We've all been there. It's fine. Again, cut to Daytona Beach again, I guess. But <laughs> the other, my other one, ugh, I don't even want to call it a bone to pick because I don't really care. <laughs> But, like, Ariel's very clearly in a blue dress in this scene. Yes. Right. Even even from, like, the back row, like, far left-hand corner of the theater, you can see she has a blue dress on because previously she just had a bra on. Like, it's just too obvious. It's too obvious. And, like, the hair is not cutting it. We can see the blue dress. (sighs) It, like, bothers me just enough to mention it, but it doesn't interfere with my enjoyment of the show. No. But it is my biggest critique because one of my favorite parts of the movie is this scene and the dress mm-hmm. she gets. And it's like every girl's dream dress it's where it's just nothing but glitter sparkles and it fits it's perfectly. Sequence. You're mm-hmm. right. And the dress she changes into in this is like a satin baby blue dress, which is not the same dress. With barely any sprinkles. Sparkles. I don't see like, I don't see any sprinkles. <laughs> I think no, there are no sprinkles. Maybe one or two rhinestones, but that's it. There are only sprinkles on the ground because I've been eating a Joffrey's donut this whole time. Uh, the show. 100%. <laughs> they so I'm getting drink. sprinkles. I'm getting uh. sprinkles everywhere. Um, no, you're right. And I so the 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 tail she like kind of rises up and the tail gets whipped away and she has the dress on. The tail getting whipped away is cool. Like. Great. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. feel like, I don't know. I don't know. The dress could have been better done. Like, better. Could have been a better effect. And I agree, Cheryl. It is not the, like, periwinkle glitter dress we get in the movie. Lame. Yeah. You know what's also lame is this guy. I feel bad for all the Eric's because of the fact that they have to lip sync to the voice. Why don't they Which give him a microphone? Crazy. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a, a whole, like, budget thing with having to pay an actor to, to speak versus not speak but like it's it's you it, it's hard because they're lip syncing and then they're having to for some reason they really force their movements to, yeah. to try and He's make it believable yeah <laughs> right and mm-hmm. it's like come on buddy you got like two minutes out there just like plus calm it the, down. the volume of the sound is never quite great right so like Ariel is like <laughs> Ariel is like is it you and he's like yes it is me it's just very <laughs> It's not. Uh, it's like, it's, why, is, why is Eric distorted? I don't yelling, understand. He's yelling. Uh, he's the worst. But, but you know what makes up this whole scene? Max. Yeah. Max. <laughs> it is so good. It is. If I could do uh, anything in any show at Disney World, I want to be Max. I would be so it's good at the it. best. Because he's just jumping all over everyone. It's so hysterical. Eric's dog comes out. He is. 15 times bigger than Sebastian the Crab, who is yeah. only half the size of Eric. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, easily. It's pretty perfect. It's really, that is honestly a delight. When you see him, you're like, I don't care what just happened. That was great. And I love the work of that particular costume because of the fact that, like, 
the edge of the stage cuts off like I'd say like about mid to just like mid between the middle to the foot of the dog. This person is down on their hands and knees, but you can't really tell for most of the time. Oh yeah, no, I never that, the, yeah. that their back leg kind of like basically has a knee juts a out a little bit. A knee, yeah, you know? yeah, and it just looks so good. It's it's such a great, well done costume. So good. In a and the animation that they do is so great. Yeah, yeah. And then they kiss, and then it's over. <laughs> that literally, it's like, oh. Wait, yeah. I have a question. Do you think they really kiss? Or do you I think, hope so. The, way, the angle of it, it looks like it's just like we're looking from the back of her head, and his head is like in front of hers, so it's like you can't really tell. <gasps> Ooh, oh, maybe cool. not. So I wonder if they actually do or if they don't, because it's a lot of kissing oh, throughout sure. the day for what those if actors if they're having to do that. Yeah. Well, and um, I'm trying to think. Are there other? Are there any Disney stage shows where people kiss? Do they kiss in Beauty and the Beast? Oh, I don't remember. You're right. Uh, it looks like he probably just holds her face close to hers, and like they just hang out for a hot minute. It's one of those. It's one of those theater tricks, you know, stage well, kiss. And it's Can't funny. That also like, be worse. I feel like the backstage <laughs> chemistry must be weird because, like, he's clearly he doesn't even have voice credit in this show, right? <laughs> When he talks, it's probably like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just like lower, and I, you know, I'm not saying anything on any Eric's out there. Um, but like, she's a like, she's got to be an equity entertainment right, cast member, right, right? Meaning like professional level stuff, like could go on to doing more bigger roles, right? This guy's Eric at with with unmiked Eric who comes in just for the last thirty seconds of the show and yeah he's probably like we should really kiss next time and she's like no we will never no. really kiss you in are this not allowed show. to touch me yeah. based on my contract you are not allowed to touch yeah, me yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and she's like sorry it's like nothing personal it's my contract yeah like it's a little... well and you know for for. Anybody who kind of doesn't know that world, there are those different levels. Like you mentioned, Molly, there's the equity level, which is like your singers, your dancers, your people who play instruments, um, things of that level. Well, like versus... st- stunt work dancers. Yeah, stunt like work. Not, yeah. not just like, right. um, yeah. Because the, there is dance, like there's dancers, but there's mm-hmm. they're usually like an ensemble of dancers mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of fit into the level below equity, which is like yes. the... There's um, a hierarchy in the entertainment yeah, world. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. nuts. Um, but yeah, and then you get based upon like anybody whose equity is is contracted, mm-hmm. and then below that, there's different things that they do with the schedules and things like that for your your other performers and your characters, and they have face characters and face characters that talk, and mm-hmm. it's like a whole it's a whole world of things. Man, it's a whole epic you universe guys, out there. Here is the tea because I am oh. on the side just googling YouTube videos and I've Uh-oh. I've fast forward to the end and <laughs> yeah, I've watched Yeah, you have been busy. I've watched at least 10 now and honestly, I think like you can tell the dynamic between the Ariel and Eric how they wind up because in some oh. scenes their faces are like face on face, they must really care about each other. Maybe it's like a really fun friendship. Or it's like, oh, this is a hug, and I am only getting intimate with your shoulder. And there are some where it's like, Eric is the one blocking, or is Ariel the one blocking? Like, it is. That's funny. I love that. Yeah, and every time I fast forward, I'm like, wow, what am I going to get? It seems as though (laughs) in the later viewing, in the earlier viewings, it was definitely like, oh, we kissing. 
nowadays, you know, late 2000s, it's like, you know, think times have changed. It's it's a hug. My, maybe my head's resting on your shoulder. And I think 2019 was the year of, like, Ariel being like, I'm taking the dominant on this kiss, and I'm going to put my Whoa. head forward. Wow, okay. <laughs> Women forward. I like well, th- that. I mean, what a, what a cool, like, also, like, grab bag. Like, you never know what you're going to get at the end <laughs> of the show. Oh, you God, could get, so like, true. they like each other or they're, you know, arch nemesis. Yeah, it could be like the finale of The Bachelor where it's like, you know, they yeah. get engaged and instantly get married or they are just mm-hmm. engaged for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I think next show I want to sit as close as possible to look for a few things. The turtle dancing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Ariel, or uh, Ursula's hairstyle. I'd like to check that out. Where are we on that? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then definitely this kiss dynamic. And then I want to come back for the following show and see if things have progressed or maybe they got in a fight or... Right. I'm interested. See if they still have the same Uh. love for each other. Mm -hmm. What changed? That's funny. So interesting. And then that's the end, right? Yeah, that's the end. Curtain closes? They kiss on stage, and then in the background, they're playing this like the wedding scene of them kissing as well. Mm. So, like, lots of kissing. The doors open. Oh, wait. House Don't forget the laser fireworks. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Um, (laughs) There's another laser show. This time, it's fireworks. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) And that's it. That's it. That's it. And then exit house left. Exit house left. What was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah. You exit into a gift shop. Is that right? In, right back into the, the heart of Animation Courtyard. I mean, it's outside. It's it. There is a gift shop. But you like to exit. your right when you yeah. come out oh, the doors, you're right. there's the gift yeah, shop. You're right. yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah, you, you exit just... to your right. <laughs> but, that, but that courtyard is a nightmare when those two shows let out because if it lines up, because there are times that it does happen that way where Playhouse Disney and Voyage of the Little Mermaid let out. It's just mass chaos because there's and, strollers everywhere. <laughs> and then the Star Wars parade is coming back to Launch Bay <laughs> right. at the same time. <laughs> right. What a nightmare. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. But yeah, that's the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And it's, uh, yeah, I hope it never goes away. It's a delightful classic. It is a good one. I have a couple questions here, just like survey you guys. Sure. Um, How would you compare it to the other shows at Hollywood Studios right now? Like, how would you rank Voyage of the Little Mermaid? And so, all right, let's back it up. What am I talking about? Beauty and the Beast, live on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, The Frozen Mm sing-along. What's the official name? Sure. Frozen sing-along? Yeah. Yeah, that's what what we'll go with. And then the... Indiana Jones, Ooh. stunt spectacular, which is a different type of show, I understand. But how would you guys? Right, right. How would you guys rank these shows? What about the the stunt show? Oh wait, lights, motors, action. <laughs> I hated that show so much. I've never been more happy for something to get demolished. So this is how I feel about the Disney's Hollywood Studios shows. Right? It is it is McDonald's late night menu. So I'm starving. Oh, okay. I'm gonna pull up and do like. <laughs> Hey, I would like a McRib. I would like a McRib. And they're like, a oh, McRib? no. Indiana not Jones time of year. is not playing. We only have three shows a day. Like, it is not here. Okay. You're going to okay. have to get something else. So First then choice. is it like, okay. great. Between Beauty and the Beast and um, Journey into the Little, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, 
One of them is a junior bacon cheeseburger, magically at Wendy's apparently, um, and the other one is chicken nuggets. Like you're always going to get chicken nuggets, and so Journey into the Little Mermaid okay. is chicken nuggets. Okay, I see. It it's, is tried it's and true. Always good. Always right. good. Only get it if you have nothing else. Like, and it's it's hot and fresh now. Like, don't wait in that queue if you don't have to. If they're saying last call for voyage, get in there. Yeah, those are your nuggets. That's amazing. So what's the Frozen <laughs> sing-along then in this uh, in this situation? Nothing. Uh, you just skip it. <laughs> those are like the rolled chicken tacos at Taco Bell that I've never tried, but everyone brags about, but I feel People like I'm like not going to like them, so People I haven't like them. eaten them yet. Oh, Cheryl, I think you may have nailed it. That's a really great way it. to describe that. It's I feel amazing. I feel a similar way. I actually, for Beauty and the Beast being one of my all-time favorite movies and definitely my one of my favorite characters in The Beast, do, do not like Beauty and the Beast live on stage. And I also like like Broadway shows. There's a lot of things that lead me to that I should like it, and I don't like it. I, I'm, I'm a big I, fan. Well, yeah, I'm a fan. I, I, like, I'm a fan of the movie. I'm a fan of the show. But I only need to see it in that theater once because I hate sitting outside I think that's it with yeah, fans blowing humid air on me it's an uncomfortable show no it's yeah. not a fun one to sit and watch outside it's a good I mean it is a very well executed show the performers yeah. in that show are like the dance the choreography and the costumes and uh, the singers are all very good right. but yeah I think that's it I think it's just an uncomfortable show so it's, and it's yeah. outside there's something that's just like you get a little distracted mm-hmm. when you're outside I don't know no, yeah. it is it, it is Wendy's it's you know time and place we'll go to it sure if it's open sure Voyage a Little Mermaid yeah. Chicken Nuggets McDonald's is always there <laughs> I see what you're saying. I really. That's it. That's it. That's a good way to put it. Thank. Yeah. One. Well done, Cheryl. Thank you. Right. Wow. Is there anything about this show you guys would change? So, like, swap out for a better effect, or totally get rid of, or something you think is missing from the show? Oh yeah, I would Ah. give her that sequin dress. Yeah, I would change that part as well. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl, you've been sending. You've been absolutely spamming us. (laughs) <laughs> with images of this show for the past hour and a half and I really appreciate it um, but you're showing like side by sides from like 94 to 2000 to 2017 is yes. an assumption there yes all of the older versions of this costume look a million times better the tail looks a million uh-huh. times better what is the deal there hmm. yeah it's interesting yeah in like the 94 version she she looks like when you go to meet her at Ariel's Grotto she's got the pink shell behind her her tail is green why like, did they get rid of the pink shell I don't know maybe integrity who knows but as what you go that? on her her tail is no longer all green like no. Yeah, she's got yeah, her gets... gadgets and gizmos, but it's not as aesthetically pleasing. And not at all. And even that very last scene where I was saying, like, she's clearly in a blue dress. She's not clearly in a blue dress in the first photo. What did they give up on, like, um, they gave up some sort of probably a f- expensive effect or something. Or, like, a, right, they, right. there used to be a, dr- a wardrobe dresser or something, right? Like, a person that they no longer wanted to pay for I, the whole time. I never understood. And it's funny seeing those pictures now. I never understood why they didn't go with the classic green tail right. yeah they took they, like a artistic yeah it's interesting honestly <laughs> i feel like they got rid of the green tail when they got the turquoise dress they were like this clashes at no point is she going to wear turquoise with green mm. but mm-hmm. i think that was the wrong choice you could have gone with any other color mm-hmm. right right i feel like i would want to take out some of the like the the animated stuff 
and put in get, get some more because you've got look at look at what you have you have this amazing crew of puppeteers and you have two actors well one actor and an eric um, <laughs> yeah right correct <laughs> And, like, I feel like you've got some options. You could kind of play some things out a little bit more. I mean, obviously, it takes money for some set pieces and things, but I feel like you could add a little more wow in some spots where you just kind of did video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. But it is a classic, so it's okay that it's the way it is. I think we appreciate those things that aren't that great also. Mm-hmm. And for a park that's just in a whirlwind around it, right it's it's kind of untouchable like it's um everything around it has been swapped out switched out bulldozed brand new Mm -hmm. stuff like it it remains and it even though it wasn't an original to opening day it feels pretty (laughs) close to an original attraction um so yeah it reminds it reminds me of that that picture that meme where it's like that the fire in the background and then there's that Mm -hmm. little character in the front that like Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's Voyage of the Little Mermaid. That's Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Mm. I think that that just about does it. Well, I I still love the show. Cat. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I was a I would say classified as a yeah. You should see this once. Definitely once. for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a great rating. Well, you should see this at least once. <laughs> you should no. experience this. I think if you have. If you have kids, um, like if you're bringing your children to the parks and you have an option to see two shows, I mean, you should probably, Little Mermaid should be one of them. The yeah. other probably yeah. Frozen, yep. I guess. Yep. Oh, no. Indiana Jones Epic Spent Spectacular. Well, agreed. I love, I love the That's such Indiana a great Jones. show. It's, but that's yeah. an episode for another day. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right, we should save it. We should save it. Yeah. Well, well, guys, thanks for being a part of our world today. Oh, voyage. We've been on a, quite the journey tonight. Yes, we have. Oh, God. <laughs> Pat, she's back. Pat, Pat uh. is back. Pat is back. All right, I'm going to follow this dancing turtle on out of here. Y'all, Me too. <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe if you like it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>